City again, and it's three, and an absolutely exquisite finish with two and a half minutes to go, and we've talked her up, Darren Hemp, and we've said what a good player she's going to be, and what a fine goal it was to wrap up the FA Cup final. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. In this week's episode, we look back on a bounce of home games at the Academy Stadium, starting with last Sunday's win against Birmingham City. After a weekend of results throughout the WSL, Manchester City sit top of the table as it stands on 12 points following four wins in four. In midweek, attention returns to the Champions League once more as we welcome Atletico Madrid to the Academy Stadium and also welcome return of former Blue Tony Duggan, who you'll hear from later in the podcast. It was a difficult night for City, an early goal from Janine Becky cancelled out by Atletico in the latter stages of the game, a lapse in concentration and Corral was able to capitalise. We hear from manager Nick Cushing and player of the match Jill Scott following the 1-0 result. City will take the result to Madrid and the second leg tie will be played away on Wednesday the 30th of October. Dave also joins me on this week's podcast as we look ahead to one of away fixtures. We preview both Sunday's Manchester derby at Lee Sports Village in the Conti Cup and next week's trip to Arsenal at Borum Wood. Dave also provides fans with some away days info for those making the trip. But firstly we look back to Sunday and our win against Birmingham City in the WSL. I spoke to Lauren and Stephen at halftime to get their thoughts on the game uh, and you'll hear a clip of what they had to say on the game and also post-match interviews with player of the match Kira Walsh and manager Nick Cushing. Stadium and City are winning 1-0. What do you think of the game so far? It's been an interesting one. I thought we'd do better than we have done to be honest but we're ahead and sort of on top of it so hopefully we'll be alright in the end. Steve? I think it's pretty poor at the minute. We need to change something otherwise they could get back into the game. They've not really tested us that much though but it's been more from set pieces. It's almost like we're uh, saving something for Wednesday's game. Not not for putting the full amount in. Do you think that's why uh, maybe Pauline's been rested today? Possibly. Yeah, would make more sense, wouldn't it? To not even be on the bench, unless she's put up a little knock or something. It's always best to save something for, especially this Atletico. You've always got to save something. So probably that's probably why, to be honest. Um, have you been impressed by the team performance so far? I mean, it has been a bit lackluster. Yeah. No, I've been impressed. Like sort of defensively, yeah, we have had a few issues, but generally there was a great interception from Gemma Bonner, and so I think I am sort of impressed. But we just need to sort of be a bit more clinical at the other end of the pitch. Just one or two uh, silly balls that could be cut out, and a bit sharper playing would it help. Just need just needed uh, an extra kick or two. Um, it's great to see Lauren Hemp start though today. Yeah. Well, she, she she deserves to play it most of the time. So if if you're resting somebody, give her a good, good game. Yeah. Do you think we'll? See, it's been very possession based today from City. Do you think we'll see more of that in the second half, or do you, uh, you think that's part of the game plan, or do you think they're going to switch it up just a little bit and come out with a bit more energy and a bit more tempo in the second half? I think we'll we'll try and wear them down a little more. 
because I, I don't think they're very good at the back. So sp speed it up and, and push push on. I think it's part of the game plan. I think they'll sort of stick to what they're at and just hopefully just keep, keep possession and hopefully can be a bit more goals in the second half. Yeah. I mean, like uh, from the city point of view, obviously we're trying to keep this momentum um, you know we've had three solid wins in the start of the season so far and, and Birmingham are still looking to pick up their first points of the season so what do you think Birmingham might come out uh, and do in the second half? Not knowing the team I, I don't have a clue but uh, they're going to have to try and up the game slightly to get anything out of it which might help us in a way. Do you think we've got to be a little bit more, um, you know, tidy it up a little bit to not give anything away? Because it seems like the best of their opportunities, like I said, have come from the set pieces. Yeah, the odd slack pass in defence. You only need one bad pass in defence and they can score until you've got the second or third goals, which we really need. Then you can take the foot off the gas for a while. Yeah, passing's not been the best, but generally it's sort of not too bad. I think just tighten up a little bit and they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. I mean, we have been, uh, you know, creating from the from the wings. Do you know, it's just about getting that finish in it, isn't it, in the box? Yeah, definitely sort of like there's been a few balls. You think, yes, that's in, there's going to be a goal and it just hasn't sort of come through. So it seems to be that story of the season so far, like getting the ball into the final third and not being able to finish our chances. Yeah, when they come yeah. a bit like the men at times. Yeah, just they need to tighten up on the scoring. So hopefully a couple more goals from City in the second half to finish the game off. Oh yeah, definitely. I see him scoring again. Definitely, just needs to keep pressure on, keep going. They'll definitely score again, hopefully. Yeah. I'll, I'll predict three 0 in the end. All right, guys, enjoy the game. Right. The girls always tell me to have a few more shots. I don't think I'll probably shoot enough, but um, yeah, it took a bit of a deflection, but um, I'll still take it. Not normally known for goal scoring, so yeah, it's a good day the office for me. Probably not known for my tackling either. I'm not, I'm not a tough tackler, but um, I think you know it helps when you have such quality players around you like Casware. She's always getting in the pockets, and it makes my life a lot easier to find her. So yeah, I think you know in the second half the whole team showed the quality and we kept the ball a lot and created a lot of chances. So yeah, I think we're all happy with the second half performance. I think probably when I took Rachel Williams off, she's one of their key players. I think that's when the game sort of settled a bit for us, but. Um, yeah, I think, you know, as soon as we start putting our chances away, we're growing confidence a little bit more. And then the third goal, obviously, you know, I think from there we was comfortable and we just tried to put a few passes together. We're doing well, I think, this, this season. We've put an emphasis on just focusing on ourselves and game at a time. I think in the past we've been a bit criminal of looking at the teams around us and, and what they're doing a little bit too much. And this year we sat down and, you know, we did speak about the tropes at the end of the season. We've just spoke about each game and we've got so many tough games this month that I think, you know, we've just got to keep working hard and take each game as it comes. Obviously, Nick's brought me through at such a young age and I think, you know, I always put an emphasis on him in, in my career. I don't think if he was my manager, I probably would be where I am today. And he brings out the best in me and I think I always have my best performances in the City shirt. I think that's that's quite obvious. So, you know, it puts his trust in me and I like to be playing back by working hard and, and trying to put in good performance on the pitch. This league is so competitive that if you allow teams in the game with 20 minutes to go, they make a game of it because they see there's something there for them. So we said at half-time that we felt the first 45 minutes were a little bit too like the 90 minutes at Everton, um, creating chances but not putting the game away. And you're always susceptible to a counter-attack or to a set-piece. And um, scoring a goal early and get two and then get three, I think that's the most pleasing part. Although keeping another clean sheet is you know, very, very pleasing. So I didn't think that they would create or score one in open play. I felt comfortable in open play, but with the likes of Rachel Williams on there and, and Keris Harrop, that set pieces and things like that, and or a mistake from us. I thought we were technically a bit scruffy in the first half, so there was a mistake in there potentially. 
Um, so the second goal meant you know we would settle down, it would be comfortable, and we could then go on, enjoy the game, create some more chances, and then the third completely kills the game off. Last season was a, was a positive season for us, but I think that the key thing for us is to make sure that these games don't end in draws and the event, you know, like Bristol last year, Bristol away, Reading, Chelsea. We've got to make sure that when we're on top and we're ahead, that we go on and win the game. And we've probably learned the hard way from last season in, in that aspect. So four wins is pleasing, but we've got difficult games coming up and, and there are other informed teams and the league is getting more competitive. So we'll just take every game as it comes. Yeah, I said in my press conference after, after uh, Champions League, or pre-Champions League, sorry, um, she is by far the most intelligent footballer I've ever worked with. Um, her ability to control the build-up, and she's, I'm smiling because uh, we have a bit of banter about it. Like she, she controls our build-up in ways that we don't work on. She's a very smart player, and you can see if she plays well, our team has that ability to go on and win football games. So yeah, Kira Walsh is a top player. Without her, there is a huge hole in our performance, and, and that is that is a fact that she has dominated our performances from a build-up point of view. And you look in the second half, the goal comes from her long passing. She has an incredible range of passing, but her intelligence is so, her depth of intelligence in how to, we knew today that they would go two, two strikers on our centre halves and one on our holding midfielder. Her ability to solve that problem collectively as a team is incredible. Are you able to offer any kind of injury update at the moment? Um, Ellen White's close, but we just have to make sure that it's the right time. You know, I've said previously in interviews that this is the period that we want to introduce her into games, um, whether it be today, whether it be Man United, Atletico, Man United, Arsenal, Atletico or Birmingham. Um, hopefully it'll be one of those games with the medical team and the doctor are telling me that she's ready, but we obviously want to finish strong with Ellen and we don't want to lose her again. And with the World Cup and with the busy schedule she's had, we just don't want to take a gamble. So we're probably being a little bit over-conservative with Ellen for the right reasons. Um, Laura Coombs is, is just had meniscus surgery, so she, she's probably going to be out now for maybe six weeks, so she won't return until after the international break. Um, Pauline Bramer picked up a slight knock, and we didn't want to risk her. We'll, 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 you know, we've got important games, Atletico, Man United, Arsenal, so we didn't want to risk Pauline because she's in form, and we thought we had enough with this game to get through with what we've got. Um, Georgia Stanway's close. I, I think Georgia Stanway's the same. She will, she will be back in training this week, whether it's the, the Man United game or the Arsenal game, but she'll definitely be in training and we'll see how she reacts to training. She had a hamstring injury and we don't want to gamble with Georgia Stanway, but she's close. So we're in a period where we're probably going to get three or four players back really, really quickly. Um, and for the team, that'll, that'll refresh because we're obviously demands, we're putting high demands on the likes of Caroline Weir at the moment, playing every game. But yeah, we're really close, so it's really positive. Following on from Sunday, City played Atletico Madrid at the Academy Stadium on Wednesday night in the first leg of the round of 16 in the Champions League. The game was lost in a one-all draw and here is Nick Cushing, Jill Scott and Tony Duggan post-match. I think we've probably proved to ourselves tonight that we didn't play well enough last year, but we also know we can play a lot better, so pleased with the performance, but you know, we always knew it was going to go down to a second game, it's, it's a 50-50 game. They were probably a little bit unknown to us last year. Um, we were out of balance last year. We had a few things happened to the team. Um, we did, you know, I, I'll be really honest. I didn't think I picked the right team last season away at Atletico and I put the team under pressure. And you know, I'm I'm okay to, to uh, accept that, but I wasn't going to do that again tonight. And I thought um, we showed that we're capable of winning the game. Now it goes down to a second game. We're capable of winning it, and we've got to make sure that we perform well. The away goal means zero because we had it last year and got beat. 
So to me, it shows that we have to do exactly what we would have had to do. Did I think we were going to come out and win three, four nil? It's Champions League, and it's a, a very competitive game. Um, we've got to do exactly what we would have had to do in the first in the first instance and try and not concede goals and make sure we score. That's the only way. We don't want to rely on away goals. I actually think the away goals only really matter if you go ahead by two or three or if you score in the second leg, like Atletico did to us. They scored two and it was a mountain to climb in a game where we're playing against a good team. So no, I don't feel under pressure. Um, one nil, two one, one one. To me, it's the same result going into a second leg. It's tough, um, but I think we'll put a shift in, uh, we'll press them, we'll put them under pressure. Um, but yeah, it was tough, it's like playing the international game, isn't it? So, but I think as Nick says, overall pleased with the performance, I do think there's still another gear that will come from us. Um, so I'm excited for us to get out there and play them again, not obviously straight away, might need a little break. But um, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough game. But I did think that I was uh, pushed in the back, but it's one of them, isn't it? I'm probably going away from the goal, so yeah, I don't know, it's one of them. Uh, we'll probably, we didn't create, I thought there was a, a shift in momentum just before they scored where I thought we could have probably, if we'd got a goal there, would have held the game off, so that's probably something we'll have to look at looking at the, the next leg and yeah, hopefully we'll get a counting shot when we go to their place. We, we do work a lot on our, <coughs> on our positioning and I think we do stop a lot of counters. Obviously they have a threat up front in the pace and I think we're, uh, we're nullified that for long periods tonight so I think we've got to be applauded for that but yeah we know at this level of game you give you switch off for one moment and there's always going to be players that can produce individual brilliance so I'm sure we'll <coughs> we'll take that into account for the next game but as I say we're, we're not finished for us going over there and getting the result. I think in those moments when we're dominating and in those moments when we've got periods of possession we probably need to create uh, I want the team to create clearer chances. Um, we've got good players, and I think when you've got momentum, when you've got, um, I think it was the same with both teams. I don't think either team really created real clear chances. There was some really good defending, some really good build-up play from both teams, but I didn't actually think anyone created clear chances. I think we can be better at stopping counter-attack. I mean, we can take, you know, we thought Atletico Madrid were the best team that we played against last season with the ball this year. We, we, we ended up playing against a team that was going direct into pace up front and that makes it a one-dimensional game for us in, in stopping counter-attack and I thought we were okay at that. There's stuff that will work on that will help us for the Man United and the Arsenal game um, in just being a little bit more um, organised against the counter-attack. But listen, you know, we've gone into that game out of balance, no number nine. Um, we've now got two tough games but we you know we, we want to welcome Stanway White back you know we've got Bremer back so um yeah we're in a good place we're excited for the Man United game now yeah it was tough you know it was going to be difficult you know we've had a difficult week I'm not going to lie you know we lost our coach um which is always difficult to deal with and we had a tough game on Saturday against Levante and then we had to travel to Manchester and knew we faced a difficult team but I'm so so proud of the team really I'm like it means so much to us, not just because we got the away goal and because we drew, but you know the performance that we put in, the amount of injuries that we've got, the amount of problems we've had. You know, it's been a difficult week, so I'm so proud of the team and the performance. And I actually believe we could have won at the end, so it was a positive performance from us all. Um, I'm just glad that they appreciate what I've done for the club. I mean, I was here from the start, and it was a big gamble initially, but I gave absolutely everything when I was at the club. I loved my time at the club, I loved the people at the club. 
Um, but yeah, unfortunately I moved on. And yeah, I'm in a really good place and a happy place, so. I'm getting close and I needed to get back to my best. I know that, you know, I'm aware of myself and the level that I've been at for a while and I knew that I needed some time for myself to get myself right personally on the pitch and off the pitch. And you know, I had a great week, obviously I missed selection and I had a great week getting myself back to fitness. I've had two difficult injuries, one at the World Cup and one directly after, which is not like me as a player. So I knew there was areas that I needed to work on, but the past two games I'm loving it. I've just said to the girls then I want to play another game straight away because I'm loving my role at Atletico, I love the style of play and I feel really happy at the minute. So yeah. yeah, I speak to Phil a lot. I think he's really good with all the players, I think, since he's came in. That's one of the biggest positives I can say about him, you know, the way he treats the players, the way he is individually and you know, we spoke together with all the staff and with the staff at Atletico Madrid and I know where I'm at and I'm clear with that and I'm happy with that. I don't need to sit here and speak about it. Um, so yeah, I know we're a man in terms of England squad and yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting back in and getting involved with the team again. stuff going on at home and I'm going on holiday tomorrow so it's just been a bit oh, mad really there you go. but can't yeah, complain two, two, two home games make a nice change I know I know but then we've got two two away games so yeah. it depends how you look at it doesn't it really but um, yeah obviously last week a great 3-0 win um, against Birmingham perhaps not the result that many had expected given sort of past games and how obviously Birmingham gives a, give us a bit of a game but Obviously, due to their sort of circumstances across the summer and the changes at the club. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people put in an Aston, people ask for my prediction, and I went for 1 0 for City because, you know, like you say, historically, it's always a very tough game, Birmingham. Mm. I know they've had a lot of changes, but they still stick to a similar game plan and everything. But uh, I have to say, I think City played very well last mm. Sunday. I thought the, the, the overall team performance was excellent and um, some individuals stood out like Lauren Hemp and um, it was good to see us scoring goals without, you could argue our, our three main goal scorers being Ellen White who hadn't played for us yet, um, Pauline didn't play and Georgia was still out so you know to win 3-0 without those three players is, is certainly a positive thing because it means that the rest of the team are chipping in the goals. Yeah, I mean, That's a good thing. I mean we've got to talk about Kira's Absolutely wonder strike. I mean, <laughs> what a goal that was. Kira was excellent on the day. I thought she dominated that game. I thought she dictated the play. Um, her passing was excellent. And apparently she's been told by her team that she should shoot more. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it reminded me of the goal she got in the cup final at the end of last season. Yeah. You know, if you're on that, in that position on the edge of the area and you've got that in your locker, it's always worth maybe having a shot. And, and, and it did take a slight deflection, but that, that's the chance you take. And yeah. Obviously, it's in the back of the net, and it's a good goal. But yeah, yeah Kira had an excellent game. I thought. She, I think she walked the uh, the OSD to a vote for the uh, player of the match, and I think she walked that. Yeah, she was, she was a clear winner. I mean, Nick has been speaking so highly of her in the, his last couple of press conferences, saying how impressive she is as a player. I mean, I still can't believe. I, I look at Kira Walsh. You look at her. She's the kind of player that looks like she's been playing for years. And yet she's still so very young as well. 
looking around the first team, um, when they won the Continental Cup in 2014, which is now five, it was five years ago this week. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, as you say, she's been in the first team picture that long. Mm-hmm. So you do feel like she is, you know, she's been around a long time because she's expensive, but she has. Yeah. But she was that good, that young. Yeah. You know, and she has got like the almost like the, the head of an older player, even at a young age. And now with more and more experience, uh, certainly like at an international level, um, she's only got better and better. And, and I think I'm pretty sure if you ask Nick and uh, Phil Neville, she's now one of the first names on the team sheet every time those yeah. teams play. I mean, I was just going to say that actually, because we were talking about this the other night and how she really has cemented herself as one of the first name that gets picked for the squad. And, you know, she's always pretty oh, yeah. much in the starting I 11. So. You know, she's obviously cemented herself in that midfield and... You know, it's harder now for like the players like Izzy Christiansen and, and, and other players like Jade Moore to, to even get a look in because she's just established herself as a core part of the team. I think so, yeah. I think obviously, uh, I mean, this is probably a debate for another time, but Phil does like to sometimes play players in different positions. Have a look. We've seen the Lucy Brown debate many times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but Kira, I think we all know where her best position is. Yeah. And um, she shines. You know, the sign of good players when they step up to those levels, and there's no difference. Mm-hmm. I think with Kira, that's true. You know, she just plays her game, her way. She doesn't worry about who she's playing against, and she she dominates games as she did last Sunday. She was the, she was the driving force of that game last Sunday. I thought everything went through her. She dictated the play, and um, it was an excellent performance as ever. And we know that because we've seen it for years in, in the Sky Blue shirt, haven't we? So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and then two more goals. Um, that was the first half. First half strike from Kira Walsh. Uh, two goals then from Tessa Wallart. And uh, Lee scored her first goal for City. She came on. Yeah, yeah. I think scored. it was a, a fair reflection, actually, on the game in the end. Um, we, we played well, so 3 0 is a good win. As I say, you know, with the players that we didn't have playing to score three goals, it's good. Tessa and Janine taking on the striking duties. Um, not sure Tessa's a centre forward, but she certainly took that goal well. She got in there, and mm-hmm. that's what all you want to finish. And then um, a good finish from Lee late on. Um, yeah, great. It's all, it's all good. We don't want to be relying too much on one player or two no, players for all our not. goals. I think if we can spread the goals around, you look at Caroline's chipped in. Mm-hmm. Um, Pauline started the season well. You know, Tessa's got a couple of goals. Janine's got goals. It's, it's great that it's spreading around. Yeah, it's it's hard to think now, like when Ellen does come, back, <laughs> like when Ellen does come back, and obviously Georgia from fitness. I mean, you know how how are we going to progress? How are we going to move forward? You know, is it just onwards and upwards now because it's well, been such a positive start? Well, I would imagine we're going to talk about the Madrid game in a minute, and I think um, you know. That showed, I think we could have done with someone like Ellen, a more, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, seasoned, a more seasoned centre forward. Mm-hmm. Someone who's, who's really used to those tight games where that half chance might just come. Yeah. And that Ellen could be the difference in those kind of games, I think, because she's experienced, She's um, you know, she's been around a, a while, she knows how to play in those tight games that are, you know, at the top end of the game now we're talking Champions League and stuff, you know, yeah. those players just make that little bit of difference. I mean, yeah, you said there about Atletico, so let's move on to that game. Yeah. Um, Wednesday night uh, at the Academy Stadium, good start, early goal, Janine Becky. Um, it was it was pretty a pretty promising start. We pretty much, I would say, we dominated the first half. I think we looked brilliant again. 
comparisons to the Birmingham game where I think, you know, we looked pretty good. And, you know, it, it was only Atletico that were able to really test us. You know, that double save yeah. from Ellie, spectacular. Yeah. Uh, again in the first half I mean she had a you know that was so important again Ellie came into the fold and she you know she was there when we needed her I mean what a save uh, well yeah, double save yeah, amazing the, the free kick yeah um, I think what I will say first of all I thought it was a great game I thought it was a really good game of football last mm-hmm. the other night um, two teams wanted to win Madrid had a game plan to I think once we scored that early it was more important to them that we didn't score a couple more mm-hmm. than themselves but then they grew into seeded team really sensible really in terms of obviously reviewing his injury list because <laughs> there is a bit of a list going on at the minute you know keeping players like Ellen White out knowing that he will probably need her and therefore not wanting to take the gamble on her was... yeah we've been a bit unlucky with the uh, injuries it's a similar story with the men's team it's just been a little bit unlucky it's just having one of those phases you know Ellen White was our big summer signing without a doubt you know she'd had a great World Cup and she was you know everyone was really excited to see her play and now we've had to wait two or three months to actually see her but I think now we've waited this long let, let's, let's get her back firing fully fit ready to go when the time's right and Nick will know exactly when that is he might introduce her slowly he might start with her on the bench in a game and then bring her on and then I'm sure she will become our number one centre forward because uh, I don't think we'd have, we'd have gone on board to if that wasn't the plan mm-hmm. but obviously we want to make sure she's fit. You don't want to bring her back too 
out even longer. So I'm sure I'm sure they know what they're doing, but we are all excited to see her. We want to see her as soon as possible, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, you mentioned then about the next two games coming up now over the next week. We're going to cover both because, like I said, I'm on holiday, so there won't be a podcast. So we've got United uh, away at uh, Lee Sports Village on Sunday, um, 12 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one. Obviously, they're coming off the back of, obviously, a couple of really good results, United. Um, they've certainly yeah. managed to, to win a couple of big games and getting some points on the table. I think they're in fourth now uh, with the win against Liverpool and, obviously, the 3-0 win against Tottenham away. So, you know, what are you expecting yeah. from Sunday? Well, I think, I mean, I've seen a lot where they've said, oh, United were unlucky when we beat them at the Etihad and... Um, you know, uh, they weren't, it was their first game and all that. Well, you've got to remember, it was also our first game. Um, and I thought, well, you know, it's always difficult first game of the season. It was such a spotlight on that game as well, it being at the FTA 30,000. Um, I think it was a big win for us to win that game because there was a lot of pressure on us. We were expected to win and we were expected to, to do well. We did. We won the game. That, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I think City are now playing a lot better than they were that weekend. I think we're now in our stride. Yeah. Uh, the new players have settled in brilliantly. Mm-hmm. And you look at someone like uh, Eva Manning, it's like she's been here for years. She's just started straight in the side. Excellent. Gemma Bonner's slotted more as a central defender this season when last season she wasn't. Um, it's all more settled now. So I actually think City are playing better. So, I, I, you know, it will be tough, obviously. An away game, an away derby is a tough is tough game um, but you know, I'd make us slight favourites it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not a must win game because obviously you know I mean I think if it's a draw it goes to penalties and things like that you know yeah. it's going to be tight it's going to be a tight game and whoever wins or loses now the team will be out of the cup I've seen a few people say oh you're going to knock you out of the cup we're going to you know to each other this week well that won't be true no matter what the result is mm-hmm. because obviously it's a group stage thing isn't it and it's United's first game and our second game so yeah um, I think it'll be tight. I don't think it'll be a big score. If you're asking for a prediction, I think I'll go say maybe two one to City, mm-hmm. something like that. That's what I think it'll be. But it certainly won't be an easy game. Yeah. So this uh, this fixture on Sunday will be uh, United's opening County Cup group fixture, won't it? Because the our yeah. group is even in yeah. teams, um, odd in teams, even even in teams, <laughs> odd in teams. Uh, so yeah, this will be their first uh, first County Cup group game. Um, and their first visit really for us to Lee Sports Village um, obviously not many of us have been there so you've got a little bit of information for fans that are making the trip if you yeah, want to yeah as you say it's the first time the, um, the women have played there uh, United coming up this season so it's uh, as you say Lee Sports Village which is in Lee obviously I'll give you the full address it's um, Lee Sports Village which is on Sale Way Lee and the postcode is WN7 4JY uh, kickoff is at 12pm I think the reason for an earlier kickoff besides anything else is that United men are at home at half past four at Old Trafford so I think you know it gives their fans a chance to go to both um, the West Stand I'm hearing now is sold out uh, they've opened the South Stand behind the goal and, and also now the, the East Stand which will be the stand along the other side so I think they're expecting a if not a record crowd, certainly maybe a record Conti Cup crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy tickets on the day I'm seeing today. It's all on Lee Sports Lee's website, and uh, ROSD has just tweeted out a link to that today. So I think you can buy tickets on the day, which I think, if I remember rightly, I don't tickets for £6.50. Um, I've also heard that the programmes on the day so far this season, United's programmes have been free on the turnstile. So as you go in, I think 
Yeah, I do believe that that's that's what they do. Um, you, yeah. you go through your turnstile, you scan your ticket, and and yeah. They give you a program. That's it. Um, now, obviously, we've got city fans. It's unreserved seating, so we do have city fans. Basically, going to be in all different sides of the ground. So most of us who bought our tickets early are in the west stand. So I'm sure we'll all group together. If you're in the south stand, which I believe is the stand behind the goal, and you want to be nearer to the city fans, if we go to one end of the west stand and they come to the other end, the south stand, so that we sort of like meet in the corner, maybe or something like that. But I'm sure you know we can sort something out on the day. Uh, but it is unreserved seating, and I believe if you buy a ticket now, you'd probably be in the east stand, which is on the other side of the ground, you know, down the side of the pitch. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they're going to get a big crowd. Yeah, and and it should be quite good. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously United will draw confidence on the last two results and we obviously, like, can't go into this game and underestimate the opposition. Like, we never do anyway. So, you know, they did obviously give us a game at the um, the derby, but it was obviously the start of the season. And, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know we played quite well. They played, did it play well. Them. I've not seen much of them except for the actual the derby game, but they played well enough in that game. They gave Arsenal a game and lost late on, and since then, they, you know, they, I think they beat is it Liverpool and who did they beat last week? Tottenham. Yes. Tottenham, so I think they'll be happy with their start, you know. So they're playing well, and obviously they won't want to lose at home to us. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it's a derby. It is what it is. It's very hard to call a derby. It's very hard to call a derby in any level. So mm-hmm. um, it's on the day. You've got to turn up. And you're going to want it more. Want it more. But uh, it's just a little thing to bear in mind what I said earlier that it can't actually be a draw, can it? In terms of if it's a draw, you get a point each, I think, and then you have a penalty shootout for the extra point. That's right, yeah. And that'll be quite interesting. I don't think there's any extra time. I think if it's the same as last season, it goes straight to penalties. Yeah, that, that was um, that was Birmingham, wasn't it? Yeah, the final went to extra time, didn't it? But the, the, the group game against Birmingham went straight to penalties. Yeah, and Beatty so, scored the winning penalty. <laughs> something to bear in mind. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm gutted that I can't go to that one, to be honest. In fact, I'm missing two really big games this week. It's unbelievable. You are, yeah. I know. Um, so we're going to chat shall about the... the um, shall I give you the coach details for the OSD coach? I mean, oh, yeah, because there's a free bus going. Yeah, go on. Yeah, we've got free coach going for our members. We just thought, you know, we were told that public transfer is not the best on a Sunday, especially a Sunday morning, so we thought we'd put this coach on. So it's, like, it's a free coach for our members, and it's full. Uh, but anyone that just needs reminding, uh, we have sent out emails to everyone that's on it, but we'll give you it anyway. So it's the blue car park, as usual, from the Etihad Stadium, uh, which is the one at the back with the gasometer. The coach leaves at 9.30. Uh, obviously, you can leave your car there. It's a secure car park, so if you come drive and leave your car and get on the coach there, and we'll bring you back, obviously, after the game, which hopefully will be, you know, three half, three, four o'clock, you should be back up there and, and pick everything up. So that should be good. It's not too far. No. It's not like a London trip, so yeah. And at uh, least it's not on a weeknight (laughs) because the traffic's (laughs) going to be horrendous, but hopefully on a Sunday morning should be quite a good run to... Yeah, well, we weren't sure on the traffic. That's why we've done it and left a little bit earlier than maybe we would have done normally, but it's better to be there earlier and sort it out. And obviously we'll, we'll give details about where to be picked up and get back on the coach on the day we'll sort that out as we go yeah I believe there's plenty going on I think they're putting on a little extra you know with it being the derby and stuff like that I mean you can get your face painted if you want to (laughs) if not there's a pub over the road (laughs) yeah there's a pub as well nearby so you'll be all all alright so then then we've got Arsenal 
yeah, which is the Sunday the 27th. That's the following Sunday now, obviously, that's, that is a tough game. Yeah, because, WSL uh, as well, so the Conti Cup, WSL. Massive game, massive game. I would say this is the biggest game of the lot, actually. I mean, Arsenal away, champions, tough, tough game. They lost last week at Chelsea, so they won't want to lose again. No. They're certainly very good at home. Tough game, tough game. Um, hopefully, we'll have some of our other players that we talked about before back fit and playing. It's not much you can say, really. It's just a tough game. We need to go there. We need to put on a, a really good performance to get anything, which we can do. And we're always confident we can do that. We've won there in the past. Um, but yeah, they are a good side after. Yeah, last. I mean, last time we went to Meadow Park, uh, Wood. It was obviously the last game of the season and we lost 1-0 and it was a late goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a strange game, that, because they'd already won the league. Nick tried out a few little experiments on the day, if you remember certain players in little different positions. Yeah. They scored more or less in the last minute, didn't they? It didn't make much difference in terms of the league. They'd already won it, so yeah. I wouldn't read too much into that. You know, it's just, they know, they know Arsenal, Spence, they're a really good side. They've got Jordan Nobbs back. They've got great strike force up from a lot of gold in that team especially at home and, and you know it, it's going to be a tough one um, but our defence has been excellent this season excellent so it's going to need to carry on being solid for that one I always remember that game it was it was like a wonder goal wasn't it from Emma Mitchell and she even she was surprised when she hit it and yeah. we were all like what yeah yeah she thought I just caught it just right yeah she? yeah it, it was a good goal yeah, um, it's obviously really important now, you know, once we've got the Conti Cup game and we're looking ahead to the Arsenal game to obviously hopefully go into that um, with confidence yeah. because we're going to need it. I mean, like you said, they're going to want to uh, come back and get a good result having lost against um, Chelsea because they yeah, Chelsea I mean, scored Chelsea a late goal, didn't so they? well in that game, you know, and um, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I didn't see the game, only the highlights, but I read up on it and although Arsenal... They, they played well enough as well. I think Chelsea just played very well. I mean, I, I fancy Chelsea to mount a challenge this season mm-hmm. just for the fact they've got such a good squad and they're not in Europe, you know, that might just be a little bit extra freshness. Yeah, we've said that. I mean, we did say that on the, the, the beginning of the season. You know, obviously, with them not having the Champions League this season, it gives them an yeah. opportunity to rest and recover and um, prepare for games, you know, and, mm. and have you know good time between games as well to sort of get the preparation oh yeah in. I think Chelsea are definitely um, a title threat this season along with ourselves and Arsenal I can't really see anyone else winning the league tied those three I think it is between those three and so the games between us us and Chelsea and Arsenal could mm-hmm. be the big game the pivotal games mm-hmm. yeah I mean Arsenal, Arsenal losing to Chelsea last time out they certainly won't want to lose to us in the next game so it's a big game for them as well we were talking as well like the other week um, obviously at the end of the results of last weekend sort of the position that we're in obviously we've got a couple of uh, points now a, a little cushion that has not happened for a while <laughs> you know like all the teams at the top of the table have, you know we're usually all equal on points or you know it's it goes off a of goal differences so there's never usually been a, you know a, a, it is a tiny gap I have to yeah. emphasise it it is a we tiny gap but we've we played four league games not let a goal in. You can't ask more than that. No, you know, definitely. You know, not. that's brilliant. Yeah. Let's keep it going. 
Definitely. So, um, obviously, like I said, because we're covering the Arsenal game as well, have you? would you like to give uh, listeners the information for those that are wishing to make the trip to Arsenal? I will indeed, yeah. I've got it again. Again, the OSC are doing a coach. Um, there's not many spaces left on it as I speak now, but you know we might have a couple of people getting in touch with us. They're welcome. Um, but I will now give you the details. So it's Arsenal Women Away. They play at Boreham Wood. Which is, I'll give you the full address again. So it's Meadow Park, Brow Hinge Road, that's Boreham Wood. That now postcode WD65AL. Um, we're roughly saying maybe five hours, you tell five hours and a nice break to go from the Academy Stadium. It's, you know, it's North London and it's a Sunday, so hopefully not too many holdups on the way, but you can never tell. It's an old fashioned kind of ground. Um, behind the goal if you remember when we were young last season behind the goal was in the midst of being developed mm-hmm. the terrace behind they've actually finished that now that's open and so last season it held 1,700 I think it may well hold more now because that that terrace behind the goal has been completed so um, it'll be interesting to see that mm-hmm. um, I'll give you the details for our coach that's going as well so the OSC coach is again leaving from the Blue Car Park at the Etihad Stadium Again, the one at the back near the Gatomati, so you can park your cars and leave them there all day. Now it's a 2.30 p.m. kickoff, I believe, at Arsenal, so we're leaving at 8.30, and we will be leaving at 8.30 prompt if everyone can please, you know, get there and we can get you on the coach and we'll get going. We'll have a good stop on the way, halfway or so, and, uh, and give everyone a chance to have their breakfast and wake themselves up, and so they're in good kettle. <laughs> By the time they get to London and have a bit of a sing song down in uh, Boreham Wood. Yeah. So that's on Sunday the 27th, which is the, not this Sunday, the following Sunday. So, yeah, it's a game we always look forward to. It's a game we always take quite a lot of fans to. So it should be a good day out. Yeah, and good fans at Arsenal as well. I mean, they're always dead they are, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they're a good bunch, yeah. We got on well with them, a bit of banter. It's, 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 it's always a good day out when lose or joy. It's one of those you enjoy. So, but hopefully this time we'll come back with the points. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Always. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else. But yeah, um, it's it's going to be a tough uh, couple of weeks, like you said. So, well, like um, you say, we've got these two we've just covered. We've got United on Sunday. And then we've got Arsenal the following Sunday. And then the following midweek is the second leg of Madrid. Yeah. And we've got some. We've got quite a lot of members going over to that as well from the OSD. So, again, massive three away games. Really tough, all of them. It's going to be a testing period. Because this is what we were saying before. We need that squad. The whole squad's going to be needed. Every single player that's fit is going to be needed. Three away games. Tough. <laughs> it's tough. Tough. It is tough. It is tough. Very tough. I will hopefully catch up with you in a week or so, and then hopefully yeah. we can recap on uh, the United well, and Arsenal game. Yeah, we'll have to do a special podcast, I think, to cover all these games, won't we? Going to be I know. I, I, don't even, I actually don't even know how I'm going to do it. I was actually trying to think about it today, and I don't actually know. If anyone's got well, any ideas, let me know. <laughs> let yeah, me know. Yeah, go up with an idea. Yeah, we'll have to do a, a, a special look back at all three games. Possibly yeah. it's going to take about two hours. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, tough period. But it's what you want. If you're going to be successful, you've got to, you know, these periods come and come, don't they? So. Yeah. Yeah, you, one game at a time. You, you've, you've kind of just put it into perspective there because you were saying, you know, how it, it was great to have two home games and then I kind of forgot about the Atletico away and then we were saying, yeah, but we've got two yeah. away games as well. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 
We'll be fine. It'll be okay. Be positive. It's it's been a good start, like you said, and you know we can only you know draw on this now, and you know once we've got the team back fully fit, and that will obviously give Nick more um, options and rotations, and hopefully give more time to players that need it to to rest and recover. So let's just see what happens. It'll be interesting to see where we stand when we next talk. You know, I think we'll have a more clear. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more, a more clear idea of, of, of which way the season's going. Like, but obviously, so far it's been great. Yeah. If we're still unbeaten after these three games, we're going to be on cloud nine, aren't we? So, yeah. Um, you know, and there's no reason why we can't we can't win them and, and, and go through, and you know, because we're a good side. Mm-hmm. I think the Arsenal game will be a huge. I don't know, like a huge point in the season where we'll look back at it and it'll either, you know, it'll be one of those moments that we look back on and, you know, hopefully, you know, if we go on and continue to get a good run of results, you know, I think either way, that's one of the the fixtures that could definitely have an impact. Yeah, possibly. I do think the games between us on Arsenal and Chelsea, that little three. I said, yeah, they're the ones we need to win. be really crucial this season, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right then, Dave. Well, thank you for your time this evening. Um, you have a nice holiday. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'll definitely still be on Twitter and, and things like that, keeping up with everything. So, Good. So, yeah, um, it'll be great to obviously catch up with you when I get back. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, Emma. All right, cheers, Dave, mate. See you soon. Bye. 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 And that's it for this week's podcast. Um, just as I'm finishing up recording... Manchester City have posted via social media that during Wednesday's game against Atletico, unfortunately, Aoife Mannion has suffered an ACL injury, which will now she'll now undergo treatment for. It's such a devastating blow for any player, as we know. Um, recovery can be long, so we'd like to just wish Aoife all the best with your recovery, uh, and we hope to see you back soon. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks, as we're going to be having a little bit of a break in Wales. Really looking forward to it. Um, so we'll still be on social media, so make sure you're following us at MCW Fancast, Instagram and Twitter. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Have a great week, enjoy the football and we'll see you soon.